Hi, and welcome into our podcast, The Quacks, a podcast about longevity. This is the place where you can learn how to get healthy and stay healthy naturally. I'm glad you joined us today. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome into The Quacks. I'm Dr. Alan Miner here with uh, all of our docs, Dr. Patrick Flores, Dr. Adrian Velasquez, and Dr. Rod Justice. And our topic today is something that comes up throughout the year, and it's how your body... Uh, copes and adapts and deals with stress that's related to the holidays, that's related to special events, uh, ranging from graduations to Halloween to Valentine's to Easter to Thanksgiving to Christmas. Uh, what we notice is people's health has a tendency to change during these times of year, and it's very cyclical. In fact, I'm going to challenge you, our listeners, start to look at your children and the children in your life, and you'll start to see some correlation of when they... <laughs> actually get sick throughout the year. So, uh, Dr. Patton, what's your knowledge? You've been a chiropractor for a long time. You take care of a lot of families and kids. What's the correlation? What happens? What changes around the holidays that people seem to get sick more often and have more health-related issues? Well, when talking to patients, they don't really see it as stress. They know their immune system's kind of failing them because they're starting to get more cold, flus are susceptible to those kind of things, but they don't see, they don't feel stress is what they say. Like, well, I don't feel stress. I don't see myself stressing about things, but a lot of things in your life change around those times, times of the holidays, times of finals for students, different things like that. And you, when you sit back and think about it, there's a lot of things that change in your routine. You're not eating as well as you normally should. You're not sleeping as much as you should. Um, I know when patients tell me, oh, I had the in-laws in town and we ate out every night. I didn't get a chance to stretch or work out and do those things. When you actually sit back and think about it, those are stressors. Not being able to eat your normal diet that you know is working for you and good for you, not being able to go and work out like you normally do, that's stress to your body. So when you sit back and think about it, it's just that cycle. Whenever you get really busy, really stressed at those times, it takes you out of your normal routine and that's kind of when your body is susceptible to more stress and holding on to that. Most definitely, well said. Dr. Rod, you uh, were in practice for Many decades. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you. So, well, so you've seen a lot of this. What are your insights and what, what are your thoughts? Well, the one thing that chiropractic does and does very well is it increases your body's adaptability to stress. Okay? Um, there's nothing we can do about the fact that your brother-in-law's an idiot. <laughs> it's just that simple. Okay? He's been a constant source of irritation to your central nervous system ever since you've known him. And he's going to continue to be a constant source of irritation to your sense of nervous system. Um, so what we can do is make sure that your body is able to deal with that stress. Because your brother-in-law is coming home. That's all there is to it. And stress is going to be here. We can't eliminate it for you. And even though you'd rather scrape your knuckles on a cheese grater as opposed to have dinner with this guy again, he's going to be there. So we can't take that away. Okay, that's up to you. Our responsibility is to make sure that you're best able to deal with that. And that's what chiropractic does very well. If you've got these little irritations on your central nervous system in the way of family, work, stress, environment, whatever, you don't need subluxation stress on top of it because it's certainly not going to help the situation. And by removing that subluxation stress, what we're able to do is allow your body to function the best that it can. And that, that increased function includes your ability to deal with stress. We've all been in situations where we've 
uh, said something wrong and somebody interpreted it the wrong way or responded to it the wrong way. Look at it this way. Everything that goes on around you, you perceive through your nervous system, you interpret through your nervous system, and you respond to it through your nervous system. You throw a, 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 a kink in there or a blockage in there anywhere along the line, you might perceive it correctly, you might interpret it correctly, but if you can't respond to it correctly because of nerve interference, you're going to get in a fight with your brother-in-law. <laughs> okay? It's, it's, it's that simple. So, we, by removing those, those subluxation interferences, your body is best able to perceive, interpret, and respond to what's going on around it as best as possible. Well said, Doc. And, and that's the beauty of, of the chiropractic viewpoint is the impact we have on neurology in the central nervous system. It's, it's upstream, so, you know, there's going to be a lot of stressors that happen during finals week, during Halloween, during Christmas, you know, during just special events in your life, graduation, a, a birth of a child, things that create a change in your normal rhythm and how you eat and, and how your body deals with it. And just having your body um, change, uh, and it, how should I phrase this? Just having your body in a state that it can adapt better to whatever change you're throwing at it, whatever stressor you're throwing at it, does wonders to help keeping you healthy, um, bottom line. But there are three general categories of stress, Dr. Adrian. There's physical stress, there's chemical stressors, and there's emotional stressors. And these events throughout the year, um, th th that's maybe a good way we should break this up in those three categories. So why don't I throw the, the chemical side of that at you to answer. What are you know some of the chemical stressors, the most obvious ones, and just maybe some insights into what people can tweak so that they're not putting this load on the nervous system for their body to have to deal with? Um, jump in. Yeah, so you're exactly right, Dr. Allen. There's, there's three stressors that easily contribute and cause subluxations. Uh, you asked me to talk about the chemical stress. Well, there's that chemical side that can definitely take its, its toll and effects on, on the body. When we talk about chemical stress, that doesn't just uh, include you know, your cigarettes or you know, drugs or those types of things that a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, I don't do drugs or I don't smoke, so I don't have any, any chemical stress. Well, very much so like Dr. Pat alluded to earlier, sometimes we're not aware of the stresses that we surround or put our bodies uh, in front of. Chemical stress includes, you know, things that we eat. When we look at the things that we're eating nowadays, they're just filled with toxins that aren't ideal for the body to be able to, to adapt like it should, to respond like it should. And when we, we think about these, these toxins, if, if many of you have ever just looked at the back of, of, of labels of foods and different things that you're putting into your body, a lot of those things we can't even pronounce and we, we don't even know what they are. So just think about if you're putting something into your body that you can't even pronounce and even know what it is, how good is it really for your body? You know, the hormones in foods, the, the pesticides in, in fruits and vegetables that we consume, uh, the high amounts of sugars in the different foods and, and things that we're giving to our kids and putting into ourselves. Uh, there's, there's so many chemical toxins out there that really just take a toll on the body and begin to change the body's physiology, manifesting into different things, and that's going to contribute to different symptoms uh, that begin to develop as a result of years of, of putting these, these harmful things into our bodies. The sugars, the, the, the toxins that we include, uh, 
uh, in our diets and through our diets, the pollutants that are out there that we breathe in on a daily basis, the chemicals and shampoos and, and lotions and uh, perfumes and colognes, all those different things we sometimes don't consider and think about. But those are toxins that we surround ourselves in daily. So we have to really uh, think outside of the box instead of just alcohol and, 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 and drugs and, and cigarettes and those types of things. And all those factors come in during these events. And uh, of course, a well-adjusted spine, at least your body has a better chance to process and deal and flush out those toxins. Your kidneys are working, your liver is working. Your skin is one of the biggest ways you detoxify. This is why it's so important that you exercise regularly, to sweat regularly. But it's the central nervous system that, you know, tells the glands to release sweat, to flush out the toxins through the body. And our rule of thumb for our family is if my kids uh, can't pronounce it, then we don't buy it. So, and that's a great, when you have younger kids, that's a great rule of thumb. Uh, what tends to happen around celebrations, the biggest toxicity, people break out the sweets. You know, there's cakes, there's pies, there's sugars, there's desserts. It just goes with almost every holiday in the year. And we've done shows, please find them on subluxation and what that is, on sugar and what that is and how it affects your body. But it crashes your immune system. And just uh, from the inside out, getting adjusted helps your body deal with that. And it's just amazing. We've done shows on immune system and it is our secret weapon why chiropractic kids are freakishly healthy is because those kids and they're adjusted, their bodies can just deal with these stresses that come from these times of year. Uh, Dr. Pat, um, I'm going to have you take the physical side of it. What are the physical stressors that come about during these holidays, during these, these different special events that happen over the course of a year for folks? And how, you know, What's some advice to deal with that stress? Well, there's a lot of different types of physical stress. People think of physical as like auto injuries, sports injuries, falls, different things like that. And of course, you can't avoid those ones. You know what I mean? But it's thinking about the daily micro traumas and micro um, types of stress that we really don't. Like your posture, how you sleep, all these types of things. And it kind of goes hand in hand with other types of stress. When you're emotionally stressed, your posture is not as well as it's supposed to. Um, when you're not sleeping, of course, you're not going to be having, thinking about practicing good posture. You're not going to be thinking about eating well. You're not going to be thinking about exercise. So all these types of things have to go hand in hand. You know what I mean? And again, it is just putting you in that cycle. Most of the physical stress comes from what we're not doing. <clears throat> Whenever your posture gets really strained, it's because you're not moving enough. You're not getting up and taking breaks from work. You're sitting too long, working at the computer. That's the physical stress you need to think about more on a daily basis, as opposed to those ones that, of course... I got some physical stress from a car accident or a football injury or whatnot. But think about the daily stresses, how you can tweak your posture, how you can get better sleep and more comfortable sleep and sleep with a better posture. Those types of things are the ones that you want to think about as far as physical stress. And again, you have to always find out ways to stay moving. Whether it is just finding a workout routine that's easier for you on the day to take up 15 minutes of your day as opposed to going to the gym and dreading spending two hours there. Find some way to stay active and moving, whether it's stretching, whether it's yoga, Something that you can balance out to get the other types of stress out of your body too. The emotional stress, the chemical stress, those types of things. I know when my family get together for the holidays, it's a lot of sitting around, a lot of sitting on couches. Maybe it's funny beds and mattresses and everybody's in the same place. Those things, you feel it. Let alone if you're driving, uh, it's such a physical road trips. Just you know how exhausted you are when you sit there because as Dr. Pat said, you're supposed to be moving. And then of course when you're together, 
not moving. One of the healthiest thing families can do is just, you know, go take that family walk after the big meal. Uh, movement and lack of movement is every bit as much of a physical stress for you. So Dr. Rob, we'll bring it back around to you that the emotional side of stress that comes from these different events that happen throughout the year, what impact is that? You know, where do those come from? I'll let you interject on that and, and, and any strategies you can share to dealing with that and, and even the chiropractic side of how does an adjustment help deal with, as you joked earlier, your, your annoying uh, brother-in-law or whoever that is, you're around inflicting emotional stress on you. I'll tee up with that. We've all got idiot brother. <laughs> um, one thing chiropractors learn after they've been in practice for a couple of years is that they would rather take care of 10 patients that got run over by buses than deal with one patient who was going through a divorce that they didn't want or who had a longtime spouse pass away. Um, that, that's the kind of stress that just keeps on getting. People that get hit by a bus, they're going to heal at a fairly consistent rate. And most people know it's going to take, it's going to take about this much time before you start feeling better because the body tends to heal at a fairly constant rate. Uh, emotional stuff like divorce and, and death of a loved one, that just doesn't end overnight. That doesn't heal at any kind of a constant rate. You can be doing fine for, for two or three months and then all of a sudden, you know, that, that grief thing just comes out and nails you from nowhere. And it shows up, I don't have to tell people this, it shows up in your shoulders, it shows up in your neck, it shows up everywhere. If you've got a weak spot in your spine or a spine or an area that's under a lot of stress from something physical or chemical, um, that emotional side is just going to exacerbate it, make it feel so much worse, aggravate the devil out of it, and it just, it, it just keeps on giving. It does, it's relentless, it doesn't give up. So by getting those adjustments on a regular basis when you're going through emotional stress, it's very, very important because it, it, you've got to give your body the tools to recover from the physical side of it that the mental side covers. Um, I, I, I've told, I, we've all had patients that have, that have been long-term patients and they come in and you find out they're gonna get a divorce and you tell them right up front, I want you in here pretty regularly for the next year at least because you know I divorces drag out there's no question I've seen people fight for two years over $12 flatware from Walmart and in the record collection okay <laughs> yeah. things that mean nothing on a physical level but it's an emotional attachment and and it, when that kind of thing just drags on and on and on it just it just abuses people from, to, to no end and they need those adjustments they need to be eating need to watch what they're doing physically because the body is very, very susceptible to re-injury. It's susceptible to uh, nerve system damage. And what we do is make sure that that body stays, again, back to function, functioning the best that it can in times of stress. Well said, Doc. And I always think of uh, how much posture changes when people are under stress. Years ago, I think I've shared this here on the podcast. Uh, somebody taught me that if you have a young child crying, if you can just get them looking up at the ceiling, they'll usually stop pretty quickly. Uh, you know, your, your posture changes when you're under stress. And it's interesting how your body and mind follow each other. And so, yeah, if you're going into that stressful situation with in-laws, uh, 
your posture might change. And it's interesting how, again, that's when an adjustment helps to fire those extensor muscles controlled through the cerebellum of the brain uh, to bring you in the, an upright posture to make you taller. And even just consciously being aware of your posture can really change your outlook and, and how you're dealing with that stress. It's always fun to watch pitchers on the mound in, in the World Series and how much their performance follows their posture. And when they get a home run or two hit on them, it's like they start slouching and they just start doing worse. And when they're really shoulders back and charged, it's a whole different energy that comes around with that. So just keep that trick in mind, friends. Just your, your brain will follow your posture. And on that end, anybody have anything else to add with holiday stress and seasonal stress and event stress? I think the big thing I hope that you understand is stress is going to happen, friends. We cannot change that in your world, but we can help upgrade your nervous system and your brain so that it can better cope with the physical stress, with the chemical stress and the emotional stress that as you, as you get, doesn't just come around the holidays. It comes from life. But there do seem to be upticks in different levels with different markers in the year. And so it's why we teach chiropractic as a lifestyle. And so many of our practice members and those of you listening around the planet are lifers, not because you have an ache or a pain. It's the same reason you go work out at the gym or you brush your teeth or you try to eat well. It's so that you're truly practicing wellness care, preventive health care. You're just taking care of your body before the danger of a symptom or a disease comes forward. So on that note, thanks again for listening to The Quacks. We'll see you guys next time. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us today on The Quacks, the podcast about longevity. Be sure to tune into our next show. Have an amazing, healthy, blessed, abundant week.